0: You're gonna feel the power. It's gonna turn it on. Interpret you your dreams. Just wait and see. The Dream Company. The Dream Company.
1: The Dream Company. The Dream
0: Company. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dream Company. This is Episode Five. Okay, let's get the ball rolling with Natish here, who's going to share a dream about Luna, our Rottweiler puppy.
1: Yeah. I had a dream that me, Daddy, and Luna went to a veterinarian, and there's this doctor gave us this injection to put it on Lo- uh, the dog, the Rottweiler Luna. So, and then I knew that it will put her to sleep, and they wanted to kidnap Luna, the Rottweiler. So, and then, but the doctor knew I know everything that will put her to sleep. And then uh, Daddy and Luna went and I smashed him in the ground, changed into an incredible hurt. Oh, just did you
2: change into the incredible hurt first? Yeah. And then you smashed the doctor into the ground? Yeah. And that was the end of the dream?
1: Yeah, that's the end of the dream.
2: Well, fantastic dream. hmm yeah. oh, What do you... <laughs> th- <laughs> what do you think is happening in that dream, Natish?
1: Mm, like some beings trying to take Luna... Well, take Luna. What are they trying to? What does it mean?
2: We've talked about this. Like
1: how, like dogs forget themselves when they have bones, just like play by their owners when they're ah
2: okay. Luna is an incredibly sweet Rottweiler. Yeah, I mean, very sweet, except when she has a A bone, bone. and then she is not a sweet Rottweiler. And so, kidnapping. I think we've talked about. That will
1: make her aggressive, like more of
2: a bite. Kidnap her more often, so she would be not her sweet self. She would be her defending bone self, her aggressive self. Or it could also make her sick, right? But she would be kidnapped for a while and be either in a mood that's not normal for her or in an illness. And you prevented that. Now, the interesting thing about it is, how did you prevent that? What is that? How can we relate this to something that you did in Waking Life with Luna that prevented that? Now, that's an open question. I don't know. Uh, what I do you know, think?
1: I did not know how I had the dream.
2: Uh-huh. You had the dream. When did you have the dream? Last night. Okay.
0: okay. And she know. was aggressive with you last night, right? It Was last night that she was aggressive about the bone? No, no. It
2: wasn't last night. Two nights ago, Two nights she was ago? Aggra- very aggressive with Varun and the bone. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Right. And it was a big thing and something we've been talking about. So, that's one of the reasons it manifested in a dream, and I think that's what it has to do with. And so, these hostile beings in the house would like, of course, her to be more aggressive, and they'd like to kidnap her. But my question is, Natish prevented that by turning into the Incredible Hulk and smashing the doctor in the face and into the ground. What does that mean in waking life? Now, that's my question. I can't answer it. Mm. Okay? But it's an interesting symbol. And so... Natish, being a little child in the house, is very open to the communication from our pets, because they're kind of like, well, his ego boundaries are not very stringent and um, rigid, and they're more like lunas, and so she can more easily communicate with him. Now, pets and their owners have a very special bond. And Lydia is going to share a dream about that very thing. Lydia,
3: hi everyone, it's me, Lydia. So I had a dog, a name called Sophie. She's really a good dog, and uh, there is then a friend give me that dog, so I want to raise the dog.
2: Why did he give you the dog?
3: Because he cannot raise that dog.
2: What kind of shape was she in when he gave her to you?
3: She's really sick, and she's the really poor dog when I saw her. Mm-hmm. So she had
2: been in a kennel for months, right? A year, yeah. wasn't it? A, a year? Yeah, yeah. it a
3: year. So she was really different kind of dog.
2: Uh-huh. What well, kind of dog was she?
3: She's a see, Shih Tzu.
2: Shih Tzu. Shih Tzu, yes. Okay.
3: And I'm happy with that dog, and we are raising her with very well and everything. And suddenly, the guy came and took the dog.
2: <gasps> when she became in heat, right?
3: Yes, you want to make her that heat. Can. And he took the dog. So after like one month or something like that, I got a dream about her. She's in bad shape. She's not eating very well. She went to the same condition when I saw her.
2: When she first came to the Yeah, house.
3: when she first came and I was really worried about her and I was asking about her. What is wrong with you? Are you keeping the dog here like this? And she's worried. Is that she's eating anything? And I asked him the question, is that she's pregnant? In the
2: dream, you were asking these questions. Okay.
3: And I was asking him, is that she's pregnant? He said yes, but he cannot even take care of the dog. But he don't want to leave the dog also because she's pregnant.
2: Leave the dog back with you.
3: She's really worried and she's crying. I can feel it. It's really bad and make me
2: feel so bad.
0: Yeah, because she had a good hair.
2: No, she really had a good... She lived with Lydia in her room, but we took mm-hmm. care of... Douglas and I took care of her in the daytime when Lydia was at work. We all took gave her a lot of love, nursed her back to health. Her hair grew back. She was very happy with the other dogs. This was her home. And the person who had given her to Lydia just wants to make money off the Shih Tzu. I don't know, the 30000 or 20000 for the puppies. And so that's why he took her again. Rupees, not dollars. Oh, rupees, yeah. Rupees, (laughs) not dollars. Anyway, but it is an example of Sophie reaching out to who she feels is her true owner and saying, help me. Now, how does this happen? Does the dog consciously make this communication? Well, no, they're in distress. And the person who is open to them and loving them would pick up that distress signal. And she did. And so far, there's no solution to this. The owner is the one who took the Sophie back, is not answering any phone calls. And so it's an unresolved issue, and it's a heart pain for Lydia. And it's difficult when you have these kinds of openings. You're open to the inner communication between people, animals or people too. And when you love someone and you can't help them, but you know they're suffering, that's hard, right, Lydia? Yeah. Yes, realize. it's hard.
0: Yeah, this fellow's not a noble person. <laughs> not
2: a noble person.
0: Hopefully, he will bring her back, though, when, if she has puppies.
2: Yeah, hopefully. Okay, well, Douglas, do you have something?
0: This dream was a while back, and it's an example of a personal symbol that, you know, nobody could really interpret but me. Um, and it involves a guy I knew named Jason Camp. Now, Jason, the Chamber of Commerce I work for in Florida had a sand sculpting championship every year until recently. And we partnered with an organization called Big C Events. And this organization was Jason's organization, though he also worked for another organization involved. But anyway, he was in charge. He was the person that people ran to when something was wrong or, oh my God, we've got to do this. And you know what impressed me and other people about Jason was he never seemed to lose his cool. He would just get up and take care of whatever needed to be done you know and we're talking about an event that you know had thousands of people coming and lasted over 10 days you know made like hundreds of thousands of dollars so anyway you know and he has that on his shoulders but he he always remained calm so i had a dream where i was with my brother and we were at this place there was a fenced in area like a square area and there was something inside i don't remember what but anyway jason was really hectically pacing around the um fence like looking for any breach or any opening or anything like that and what I think this relates to during the day was I don't remember what it was but something that came up with money and you know I have one possession that you know in an emergency I could sell I don't want to sell it but it's a comic book collection that I have and at that moment it's actually
2: worth thousands of dollars well
0: it's worth what I could get for it which probably wouldn't be much compared to its actual worth, but anyway, it's something that, you know, if I had to, it could be sold in a pinch, though I wouldn't want to, but something came up that day, and I was just really mulling over, oh gosh, am I going to have to sell the comic book collection? Should I sell the comic book collection? And it wasn't really an emergency. I don't even think it was something that was really right right at our doorstep, but when I talked to you about it, Donna, you just said, hey, just relax, you know, just, you know, you'll know if, if it's a real emergency, and you have to do that. And that, along with remembering the dream, and I remembered, yeah, Jason, you know, Jason never loses his cool. You know, but in my dream, Jason had lost his cool. So for me, you know, Jason is equality, equilibrium, keeping his balance in a hectic situation.
2: Which is one of the, one of the main practices of, the, of our yoga, right?
0: Right. So that made me realize, yeah, you know, Jason, me, I've lost my poise. Uh, uh-huh. so, and the dream helped me to just, and you also, you know, helped me to just let it go and just relax.
2: Well, that's great. If I could only do that for myself, <laughs> it would really be in business. Uh, dreams we are trying to demonstrate are about our lives and they are both a map of our lives telling us the direction our lives are going, where we're going in our lives and where we've been. And they're also guidance, guideposts. And in this case, like I keep mentioning, difficulties about interpreting dreams is normally they're showing the psychological state of outer events, what the people are feeling inside, or a representation of the event in inner terms. Now, this would not seem like it's that big of a deal. Why would he be dreaming of that? Well, we basically dream all night, even in dreamless sleep, we're having experiences. If you ever follow the trail of your consciousness, and it is possible, from the time you fall asleep to the time you wake up in the morning, you're having experience that entire time. And so, you're dreaming about everything that's going on in your life. And so, this was not a trivial event. This was something that caused him to lose his equilibrium and his equanimity. And it disturbed his sadhana, his spiritual practice, and kind of like rocked his bolt a little bit. And so, the dream was showing that. And as simple as it is, these are the things that make up our day. And we're trying to get our day to be more on an even keel. Now, I have a dream that is dreams. We have to be very careful with them, especially when we share them, because they don't only show the light side, they show the dark side. They show things that we're in denial of or that we don't want to see. They show everything that's going on. Now, Natish has a YouTube channel, and I have been doing something very different, or I should say the whole family has been doing something very different. Uh, My muse writes a poem. That means I hear the poem on the inside spoken to me, and I write it down. I feel that it's from the mother in Sri Aurobindo, at least from the agency of our yoga. And then I am given guidance about how to present this. And we use, we wrap it around a video and use photographs and things like that of Natish. Now, really good photographs that all of us are taking here. And so far, primarily in his videos is in my photographs. And the last that we've done two of these videos, the last video we had shots where he was in his undies. And one shot where he was in the bathtub, but he was sideways. There was nothing that you could see except the side of his body. And it fit perfectly into the video because he had went into a meditation cave on a mountain. And then the video immediately goes to him kind of in the fetal position. The whole video was about his innocence and the innocence of a child and how a child just wants to kind of remain a child and, you know, be left alone and not have to worry about the adult they're going to be. Anyway, there were like three or four shots of photographs of him in his undies and things like that. My muse was adamant about using them, that there was nothing even sensual about the photographs. The larger video transcends them. If you look at the photographs and the symbols and things that are going on with the verse that's being demonstrated, it's obvious that they fit. And uh, they were on YouTube and Vimeo, and uh, they've been up a couple of weeks. Now, uh, people are beginning to view them very slowly. And so last night, I feel that I had a dream about that. Now, Natish and I are in kind of like, not really a projector room, but a media room. And there is a young man who works there, and he is processing movie tickets, the old-fashioned kind of movie ticket that was on a roll, and you, you would tear it off, and you would get your... He was punching the tickets. And as he was punching the tickets, he found out that if he punched the tickets a certain way, it had the beautiful sound of the introduction to the movie in a movie theater, whatever it be, whether it be Universal, Pixar, whatever. It had the accompanying music that's supposed to take you out of yourself and put you in the movie and the mood of watching it. And he was doing that and we were amazed by it. And there was kind of like a dream shift. And then Natish had no clothes on at all and he was sitting in my lap and i don't think i had any on either but there was nothing uh, even sensual about it in the dream this was perfectly normal and acceptable and and he was sitting there and there was a door on the left side and it opened and young women came out the young women that are associated kind of like with the me too movement who have moral reactions and things like that and so I wasn't quite worried because we weren't doing anything wrong, but they were staring at us as, you know, looking down at us as they were coming in because we were sitting right there in front of the door. And then I kind of like, I looked at them and I didn't like the way they were staring. So I covered Natish just for his sake. And, you know, and I I said, just please shut the door, shut the door, leave it, you know, shut the door. And they were coming in. It was as though to view the movie. And then I shut the door and the dream ended. Now, what the dream was showing was the inner event of the photographs of him in his undies.
3: Why he's naked.
2: Huh? That's what I'm showing to other people, like morally minded people who would see the video. Not everyone. Some people would see the innocence. There would be nothing to it. But in this moment on the internet, there's a big controversy and argument about even having pictures of children on the internet. And so, and there's uh, in India, children in their underwear is not a big deal. And usually in their homes, they're in their underwear until they're, well, 11 or 12. In the United States, it's kind of similar, but you don't see the children outside in their undies like you do in India. It's a very common thing. But on the net, there's not a prohibition yet against having pictures of children. Even there's not a prohibition against having children naked on the net as long as it's not depicting anything sexual or even sensual. It's just showing the normal kid taking a bath, doing this, swimming or whatever. And it's the same with shots in their underwear. But some people feel when they look at a child in their underwear, they don't even see the underwear. It's just a naked child, right? And so here's a, you know, I'm making the video. I'm very present in the video. So it's like he's sitting in my lap. This is the inner way that some people would take those photographs and take the video, who are not everybody by any means, just the kind of people who are very into... Um, not, hyper
0: morality of the age.
2: Hyper morality at any age. Or of the age. Yeah, yeah hyper morality of the age, right. Right, of the zeitgeist. Right. And those were the people, the young women that I were seeing coming in. So it doesn't matter if his undies are on, they'll still see that he's naked. Even though he has an underwear on, there's even controversy about having a little boy without his shirt on. pictures of that. They just see a naked child. They don't even see that, that he's dressed. So this dream was showing this because it's a big thing to put on. Uh, you know we're taking risk by putting videos on here, like we're doing, but the videos themselves are about the very thing that people want, and that's a child's innocence preserved, and children respected. As children, and not always forced to go to school, to listen to everything we say, just like drink their chocolate milk and be the kid in the room, and so this dream was showing the process of these videos being viewed by the public. and so like I say, not everyone, this is a minority of people would have this kind of reaction, and because like I say, there's a movement today, not even to have pictures of children on the net at all, and which is well, which is not the way to go about it. But anyway, that is my interpretation of the dream. And it is, again, showing inner process. This is what people are thinking. And feeling. And feeling, you know. And so, to answer your question in the dream why he was naked, that was the reason. Okay. Because this is what people see. If they're in their underwear, it doesn't matter if they're in their underwear. You know, or if they're in their swimsuit, or, you know, like I say, there's a movement now to not even have pictures of children on the net at all you know, in the West. And this is a different culture. We're here in India. We're not in America. And children in their underwear are a very common thing. And it depends on the photograph. If the photograph is not sensual, it's not trying to bring out anything sexual, it's a normal photograph of a child going through their daily life. And so the other thing that we're into, we're trying to create art. We're not just trying to make videos for his YouTube channel. And we're trying to actually create art. And art is something very special and art lasts. But art is usually controversial if it's truly art. And we feel that's what we're creating. So my dream is showing this video, reaching out slowly, getting viewed. And I'm sure there will be more. But that is one little aspect. And I picked up because another thing we kind of want to show in this podcast is that we live in a shared field of consciousness and we communicate on the inside. And none of us are truly strangers, because not only do we share a field of identity of consciousness, we share a field of identity. But that takes very, very deep experience to see. But we're unable to pick up on what people think and feel about us, or what we have produced in this case, because of that shared field of consciousness. Anybody have any questions? No. I think no anything to add? No. Well. Okay, now, Natish, come here for a moment. Yes, Will you go back to your microphone, please? Yes, sir. All right. Okay, now, we have tried to get Natish when we're filming and we're taking pictures, you know, we have explained to him the way that people feel. You know, and we've talked about, well, why don't you put pants on? And he has been adamant about being in his underwear. And so, Natish, sit down, please. Okay, so tell us again, how do you feel about being photographed in your underwear?
1: Um, I don't think like that's bad. I just like how it's to be me. I've been like this for many years, and this is how I like to be.
2: Okay, now when we tell you, okay, well, maybe when you're 15 or when you're 18 or when you're 30, you're going to get very angry. Do you feel that way?
1: Maybe when I'm, like, in the room, maybe I will be in
2: Dundee. I'm talking something. about when you're 15. Okay, these videos that were taken, and they have pictures of you in your underwear. Do you think that's going to make you mad that we took those pictures and put those in videos?
1: No, I would not mind it because that's me. That's how I feel of me. I like it, my underwear. Okay. Oh, well, you're going to grow out
2: of it eventually. I mean, you're a small yeah. child. Naturally, you know, these are one of the changes that happen. You become more shy about the body, but now you're 10 years old, and you think nothing of it, and it's comfortable. Okay. Anything that you have to say, Lydia?
3: No. You're fine? I'm fine.
2: Okay. Well, let's just, all everybody, give some goodwill that Sophie will make it back to us. I wish. Okay yeah all right well i think that wraps up the dream company for today
0: all right thanks for listening everyone bye. see you soon bye bye,
1: bye guys okay